Let's take a friendship inventory today. Back in the day, we were like so clear on who was in our fave five on our phone plan, who was in our top eight on MySpace. Well, where are you at today? Who are your top three, your fave five? Who speaks into your life the most? Who do you speak into the most? Does it matter? What are the qualities that really matter in a friend and what gets you to that coveted best friend status? Let's break it down today so you can decide who is your BFF. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. How are you? This past week, I have had more people reply and share this podcast and tell me how much they enjoy these episodes and sharing with friends and new people finding it. Seriously, I had a message from a woman on Instagram who said she found my podcast by Googling Christian and word and walking. Well, praise God. I absolutely love hearing from you. So if something in this episode or any episode for that matter really hits you, or if you have questions, or if you would like prayer for something, or if you just think we should be friends, (laughs) hit me up. Find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise, K-A-E-L-A-P-R-A-Y-S, or on Facebook as well. And the links to connect with me are always in the show notes for each episode. So jump on in there too. Anyway, I know I can't hear you right now, but how are you? How are you feeling? How are things going? I truly do care. I've been known as in some circles and even refer to myself often as just the girl next door. Like I want you to know my inbox is open to you. My DMs are open to you. And if it takes me a couple days to get back to you, it's usually because you were in my spam folder. But trust, I will reply. I just think there's something so powerful about relationships and community, and this is something we should never, ever take advantage of, but also never disregard and push to the side. Look, I get it. I'm an introvert too. I love being by myself, and I have a handful. Okay, maybe not even a handful. I don't know. Is a handful supposed to mean five? Well, maybe I don't even have a handful, but the truth is I do have a select few people in my life who are like true, deep, real friends, close friends, and gearing up for the 50th episode of the His Word My Walk podcast, y'all, can you believe that? I mean, really, 50 episodes. That doesn't really blow me away. It's if I say something like, I did an episode each week for a year consistently, That's what gets me. I mean, I took time away at Christmas last year and in June this year, but other than those times, every single week. And that is what I celebrate. Not reaching the number 50, but the consistency and faithfulness and obedience and support. So thank you. Okay, let me get out of that. That's actually probably what I should be saying to start off the actual 50th episode, right? So if you hear all that again, just go with it. So what I do want to talk about today, though, is those friendships. Who are your friends? Who are they truly? What is their purpose in your life? And with that, also understanding what is your purpose in their life. Y'all know I'm about that relationship life, especially when it comes to God. Making sure this is a two-way relationship. So obviously, we need to talk about that when it comes to friendships too. Like I said, I don't have that many people in my life who I would put in the like deep friend category. What about you? 
here's a pretty clear telltale sign for me. If you scroll through my recent call log on my phone, or even my favorites, you will see a very clear pattern. I talk to her every day. I talk to him every day. I talk to her once a week. I talk to her a couple times a month. And the rest is filled in with mom, Olivia, my niece, and Nixon, my nephew. Yes, they each have their own contact. They each have an iPad so they can FaceTime at their own will. And Nixon, who is five, he actually likes to FaceTime me after school every day and do his reading with me. So I love that. Technology these days with kids, it's absolutely nuts. But for real, for me, it's just those people. Like, that's my people. I actually was just about to say I'm getting better though, but then I stopped myself because there's absolutely nothing wrong with my call log. What do I need to get better at? This is really true for me. Y'all know I returned from Dallas recently from the Whole Woman Conference, and I came away from that conference having met so many women. Huge thank you, actually, for social media, because that allows us to connect and keep in touch with people at still a bit of a distance, which I truly do appreciate. But check this out. I left Dallas having given two women my phone number. Like, and we've spoken on the phone multiple times in the past week. What? (laughs) That may not be a big deal to you, but to me, that is huge. The trust that's needed on my end for that, it really is a big deal in my life. One of the women I met on the very first morning in the very first session as she turned around and introduced herself to me. Y'all know I was there super early. I was one of the first ones in the door. So I had some time to sit before we began. She had traveled by herself for the first time to come to this event, and we were staying at the same hotel, so I was totally prepared to Uber together, probably go to lunch together the first day, and then see what would happen from there. Okay, after that first lunch, this woman and I are connected, like trying to plan how we can hang out again with her in Nashville and me in wherever I might be. And the other woman, again, sitting before a session, and the women beside me were playing like this game of telephone down the row, asking, are you Kayla? Are you Kayla? Turns out a woman like 10 seats down and a row in front recognized me. Y'all, we were in young adult ministry together in like 07, 08 when I lived in Dallas. To reconnect and catch up, to sit with her and her husband at church on Sunday, which if I'm honest, all that communication was still through Instagram. But then she gave me her phone number and I gave her mine. And within an hour, we were on the phone talking, catching up, praying, and just reconnecting as friends in this new season of our lives. Look, I'm not always open to receive new friendships. That's just the honest truth right there. And that really is something I have been working on. You know that RBF that they talk about? Your girl has it sometimes. If you don't know what that is, just Google it real quick. But when I first became a spin instructor, the training instructor told me that I had a serious case of RBF. And how did I expect to lead women, to motivate them, to have them stare at me in their distress all class if I was up there like mean mugging everyone? What I finally learned in that season was that... This was not my workout. This was me motivating them to work out. I was up on that podium, that stage for a reason and for a purpose, and I better look like someone who could speak literal life into their legs and minds as they sweat through and I challenge them through that 50-minute class. And that lesson right there, I've taken that lesson into every area of my life. I may not be open to sharing my phone number with everyone I meet. I may actually prefer to travel to a conference all alone. I may prefer to sit in the corner to wear a hat and stay to myself at the gym. But more than ever now, I am aware of my face. Y'all, especially now that we aren't wearing masks all the time, I am aware of my resting face. Is it inviting? Is it welcoming? Is it mean and off-putting? Kayla, fix your face. (laughs) Do you need to fix your face? Like maybe even right now as you're out for a walk, have you smiled and said good morning to the people walking past you? 
Or are you just mean mugging everyone and calling it focused on what Kayla's teaching? (laughs) Get it together. Fix your face. All right, friendships, let's do this. Now, I'm not saying you need to have three, have five, have 10 good friends in your life, but I want to help you become aware of who is in your life, who is close to you in your life, who speaks to you and into you daily, who do you speak into daily? Y'all know how they say married couples begin to like act alike and almost even look alike, which I've always thought was kind of weird, but who are you starting to act like? Who are you starting to look like? who? Y'all, I'm starting to sound like an owl, so let's go. I've got three characteristics that the Holy Spirit has helped me to see this past week when it comes to someone I trust, someone I call friend, someone I put in my phone with a phone number and make the effort to speak to. So here we go. Oh, and just a cool heads up. I've got an acronym for you, and we are spelling the word who. W-H-O. Who. So first, W, whole. Are they whole? Of course, right? I just came back from the Whole Woman Conference. I've been on this kick about being whole. The Holy Spirit has been teaching me in my own life and speaking into me through others about being whole. So obviously, this is one of the points. But it's so real. Is she whole? Is he whole? And not only are they whole, but are we whole? Is this relationship going to be whole? Let me explain. Looking up definitions of whole, this is what comes up all of, entire, in an undamaged or unbroken state, in one piece, um, a thing that is complete in itself. Now, those are like finite, concrete, black and white definitions, if you ask me. All of, entire, in an undamaged or unbroken state, in one piece, complete in itself. And you know what? Those definitions can be black and white. They can be like that because they usually are defining things, right? Like a whole cup, a whole basketball game, a whole pie, a whole cake, a whole box of crayons. When we're talking about things, it's easy to use the term whole. But what about people? What about us? Can we be whole? Can our friendships be whole? Sometimes we laugh because the word whole has become one of those, I don't know if pop culture is what I'm looking for, but one of those like popular phrases, right? Like my girl that I spoke of earlier that I reconnected from her young adult days, catching me up, she was like, girl, I have a whole husband and a whole child now. (laughs) Me, I have a whole podcast. See, we sometimes use this word as a phrase that doesn't mean what it really means. Y'all, I actually went to Urban Dictionary (laughs) and this is what it says, which is exactly what I was trying to say. It says this, whole is an almost sarcastic or ironic remark used to describe something that usually wouldn't be described as whole because it's common sense to know that it is like really you have a whole husband and a whole child like you would have half of one you know why do we make up things why do we change language so much i don't know All that rabbit trail to say, do you have a whole friendship with that person? Like all the pieces of the friendship pie. Ooh, let's go there for a second. What are the pieces of your friendship pie? I don't know if I can come up with 12, so we're going to go with six slices to make this whole friendship pie. What are those slices? Okay, for me, if I had to come up with six slices, they would be... Y'all, this was actually harder than I thought, but actually a really good exercise. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for making me sit and think about this right now. And I pray that the one listening, you, I pray that you sit and name the pieces that would make up a whole friendship pie for you too. Okay, six slices for me. Sense of humor, like can give jokes and take jokes, like inside jokes in a friendship are legit one of my favorite things. Trust, honesty, cheerleadery, 
call it supportive if that works better for you. Um, Educational. I want to learn from you and I want you to learn from me too. And godly. There, that's my friendship pie if I have to name the six pieces. Sense of humor, trust, honesty, supportive, educational, and godly. Now you may think I should have said godly first. Well, I made that list in no particular order on purpose. But first of all, a pie, it's round. The pieces are all equal. So This may actually be a tough question to answer, but I have to ask it anyway. I'm asking you as a believer, of your fave five, of your top three, how many of those friends are also believers? You may be over there saying, well, obviously all of them, Kayla. Or you may be like I've been most of my life, well, most of them, but my best friend, she's not a believer yet. That truly was me. And without getting into all the details that I actually don't even know, two of my very best girlfriends of life I no longer speak with. My best friend in high school, not a believer, no big deal. I was her maid of honor. I lived with her and her husband while I lived back in Arizona earning that second degree studying the Bible. I was there when she gave birth. We now actually haven't spoken since 2011. The other one, I considered one of my best friends, one of my top three since 2011. Within the last year, we completely, out of the blue, with no explanation, stopped talking. I'm sharing that honestly to say I've had friends, like best friends, in my life who were not believers, and I had absolutely no problem with it. However... As I'm sitting here preparing and how the Holy Spirit has been breaking down these friendships with me and the W of who is whole, I can easily say a piece of the pie was missing in those relationships. And I was open about that piece missing. I knew there was an unwritten limit to our friendship in my mind. I knew I couldn't call her to pray for me. Now, I would talk to her openly about God, about life, about this podcast. Honestly, she may even listen to this podcast. I don't know. But I was always aware that the godly piece of the pie was not in our relationship. And here's the truth. I didn't really care because my other four out of five, my other two out of three, it was in those relationships. So I was still getting what I needed, right? Where my understanding is now, now that I labeled the six pieces of my ideal friendship pie of my whole friendship pie, the truth is that that relationship was not whole. That was not a whole relationship in my life. It wasn't a bad one. It wasn't a worthless one. It wasn't an unnecessary one. It wasn't a waste. It wasn't meaningless. You know what? I'll even say it wasn't even an ungodly one. I don't believe it was against God's will. I don't believe it was not meant for me. That relationship served the most incredible purpose in that season of my life, and I can cherish it for that. And I can recognize that what I was okay with missing simply meant my pie wasn't whole. Okay, that was a lot of background and a lot about me. I wasn't planning on sharing all that, but it's real and it's real life and it's really my life. And if you can relate to this and you can start to ask yourself some questions and the Holy Spirit can help you examine yourself, then praise God, I will share as much as I can. I have to make sure this point is clear for you. We weren't not supposed to be friends. I'm so grateful and still have so much love for her. And I also recognize that the piece of the pie that was so clearly missing that I knew was missing, but as long as I was getting that slice in other relationships, I thought I was good. Now, my mindset around that has shifted. Me, my mindset. I'm not here to judge you and decisions you make and who your friends are. That's up to you. But when it comes to who... From now on in my life, we both got to be whole so that our friendship can be whole. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but I have a 31-day devotional called Praying Through Proverbs. It's all digital and you can get immediate access to it. I even read each chapter of Proverbs to you every day and then break down scripture, ask you the hard questions, and give you principles and truths to apply to your life. 
Well, as I was studying through Proverbs a couple years ago, and I hit that popular verse, iron sharpens iron, it's Proverbs 27, verse 17, and it says this, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Now, here's the thing that was made clear to me that day. In my journaling time with the Lord, if I'm not iron and you're not iron, then neither of us are sharpening each other. I have to be wholly iron and you have to be wholly iron iron in order for us to sharpen each other iron isn't getting sharpened on anything else am i whole are you whole if yes then let's get to sharpening okay y'all i gotta move on so who is your friend w whole h healing a true friendship a true relationship there should be healing involved on both sides i'm telling you i didn't realize how important this was until i really needed it You might relate to me in this way. For a long time, I felt like I was the more mature, the more stable, the more calm. And, you know, clearly this is all from my perspective, right? But I was that one in many of my friendships. Call it part of God's process and training to becoming a mentor and life coach for others. You know, I do think opposites attract. I do actually appreciate the extroverted side of some of my best friends to pull me out when I'm reluctant to go. I do appreciate all of that. But I didn't realize until I really needed it. I didn't realize how much I needed each of us to bring healing to our friendship. Not just for each other, but for ourselves individually too. I used to really avoid confrontation at all costs, but now I don't do that. I avoid unnecessary confrontation, but I have no problem speaking out for myself, speaking out for others, speaking out for what's right, especially when wrong has been done. But let's really talk about this healing. The Bible speaks a lot about relationships, not just that we should love our neighbors as ourselves, but strategies like encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. I told y'all that's one of my favorite verses, 1 Thessalonians 5.11. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. It's the just as you are already doing part for me, because that means it's been happening and it should keep happening. Paul's just encouraging them to keep on keeping on like that, just as you are already doing. My closest friends should not cause me to stumble, but should help in my healing. Although we can joke about it and share the little memes like, girl, I'll be the first one there with you to go key his car, or even just bringing over a pint of ice cream to sulk in depression together. Now, my best friends know I will gladly take that pint of ice cream, we will eat it together, but the night won't end without healing beginning. This ice cream extravaganza and pity party is not about to continue forever. I'm listening to your feelings, I'm empathetic, and I'm understanding. I am also a stand for your healing and the truth of who you really are and the plans God still has for you. Seriously though, yes, bring the ice cream. (laughs) Don't forget that part. The friendship I mentioned earlier that I now recognize was not whole. The relationship that was missing the godly piece of the pie. There were certain things I would not confess and not share with her. And the real truth behind why I wouldn't share with her is because I knew she didn't have the relationship with God to speak his truth and his forgiveness and his healing into me while also holding me accountable. I had my other friends to go to for that. And I'm not even saying that you have to spill it all with every friend and with every close friend. No, but in each friendship, like top three, top five, healing needs to be present. James chapter five, verse 11, check out these instructions for life. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I need that. And I also need to vow to be that. A safe friendship, an open friendship, an honest friendship. A byproduct should always be healing. Okay, let's close this out. Who? Who is your friend? W, whole. H, healing. And O, observant. 
Bet y'all thought I was going to say H is honest and O is open. Nope. Those were too obvious. Those should be no-brainers. I'm here to educate you, to make you think, to challenge you. So O, observant. Is your friendship observant? Are you observant of them? Are they observant of you? You know what observant means? It means quick to notice or perceive. It means alert, watchful, and careful. Oh, that sounds like a top three, top five quality right there. Not everyone in my life has this ability, but those I speak to on the regular, they can get on the phone with me and be like, are you all right? You sound like something's bothering you. Something's weighing on you. You know how they do that, right? Like I can show up in front of clients. I can show up in front of my church. I can show up at a job. I can show up at the gym. I can show up even sometimes in front of my own family. And nobody would ever know what's really going on, what's really eating me up inside. But put me in front of my best friend. Oh, she knows from a look in my eye. He knows from a long pause or a sigh on the phone. They are observant. And a big part of being observant is truly knowing one another. It is about being open and honest. It is about putting in time and effort into the friendship. It is about being alert, watchful, and careful. And one of the best things about friends who are observant in your life, they don't even put you in uncomfortable situations anymore. They know ahead of time and because you already have love and trust, you don't get offended when they step in, when they step up, when they step on your toes. Because you know it's out of love. You know it's out of care. And oftentimes it's in moments you can't see for yourself because you're so caught in protection mode from being around others all day. Wow, am I right with that right there or what? See, my best friends, they often know what I need before I know what I need. And especially the fact that they can hear from God and trust his voice. And when he says, yo, send Kayla this verse or hey, check Instagram for something funny and send it to Kayla. She needs a laugh right now in her day. Or you know what? Kayla could really use a little vent session. And then I'm going to need for you to hold her accountable, encourage her, build her up and help her heal. So that walk you're about to go on, text Kayla and see if she wants to have a little walk and talk together for an hour. See that right there is what I desire now. And that is what I need. Now you've made it this far, and I pray that you're actually starting to examine your friendships, your relationships, and celebrating who is speaking into your life as well as evaluating who is speaking into your life. And while you're doing that, don't forget to look in the mirror. Because if your friend is listening to this episode too, know that she's evaluating you right now. And if your friend is not listening to this episode, what are you doing? Go ahead and share it right now. (laughs) The bottom line is this. Who you have in your life matters. Who speaks into your life matters. Who you spend time with matters. Whole, healing, observant. So when it comes to your friendships, who are they? And who are you? Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.